All right, uh, welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast Show. We got a special guest on the show today, hip hop artist C. Rowdy. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, brother. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, no problem, bro. So, uh, for anybody that never um heard any of his music, we're gonna start the episode off by playing one of his songs, and then after that, we'll get into his whole story. Yeah. You hear that? That's that Texas T. Yeah. White Cup Gang. It's a, it's a money. It's a money. And I got my partner C. Rowdy with me. You know one thing we about? It was good. Fast cars. And I don't care if it's raining, drop your top and make sure you get you some money. Why <laughs> fast fish spell it out. Look, paper planes. All I do is air it out. Design a grip on my body. I'm going to wear it out. If anybody disrespect us, they get carried out. Fast cars, fast money, fast women. Fast cars, fast money, fast women. Fast cars, fast money, fast women. I'm really having it my way, but you don't hear me. Range Rover, plate say it ain't so. Prima Donna. I feel like I'm really hot. Trump, these hoes know what they do. Drive past, look, curving all these haters too. 80 bands, bro. I can buy all sorts of food. Money law, a ruler got me fucked up. I'm a king, I'm ruling while I'm turned up. Swag dripping out of juice cup. Purple shit is all I'm keeping in my cup. Swag is stupid, these hoes want me to beat it up. I just might let her cheat it up, skeet it up, he been twerking while she clean it up. I'm skinny rowdy, my singles only heating up. My city love me, 4508 and stuff. I'm east side, official to the bone crystal. Money first, for your whole family don't miss it. Why fast fish tell it out? Yeah, man, that's a banger right there, bro. I appreciate it. So uh, let's start from the beginning, man. So first off, uh, tell the people where you're from and uh, how old are you? Yeah, I'm from uh, Lexington, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, Bluegrass Ashmondale Projects. That's where I grew up at, uh, on the east side of town. Uh, played a little ball in my earlier days, you know, stay busy, stay out of trouble, whatever. But uh, I always, always, always loved the music, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, shit, since I was a kid, you know, my, my mom and daddy, you know, they was together when I was younger, so they always play music at the crib on the weekends. Uh, I always had house parties, you know, I would always be like looking through their old records and they have every single record back in the day from everybody, Aretha Franklin, uh, Sam Cooke. Uh, my mom even had uh, Bill Cosby comedy records from like the fifties and sixties or whatever that she had bought. You know, what I'm saying so. You know that you know that was already uh, you know that was always always on that. So you know, you said you from Lexington, right? Yeah, from Lexington, man. So yeah. for anybody that never been to Lexington, I only been to Lexington like two or three times, so I don't know that much about it. I've been to a couple comedy shows up there, but. As far as uh, anybody that never uh, just heard of Lexington just because of the horse racing and things like that, uh, 
just kind of explain for anybody who never heard of it how it was as a you know African American kid growing up there, some of the struggles you had to endure, you know, um, just everyday life growing up and uh, um, explaining two parent households, siblings, things like that. Uh, well, you know, shit for me, and I'm sure for everybody, you know, I, you know, similarities and a lot of shit. Some things different, but uh, like my mom and daddy, I guess they was together until I was about six. You know what I'm saying? So, so then they split. So it's basically like me and my mom. I had older brothers and sisters or whatever. But you know, I grew up mostly like you know, you know, a single child and uh, play ball, play ball. <clears throat> and so, uh, you know, just just like any other inner city. You know, I grew up on an inner city, and so I grew up in the projects. Uh, you know, had a brother, older brother. He used to get a lot of trouble before me. So my mom, you know, trying her best to keep me out of stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, she, you know, try to keep me in sports and all that stuff. And, you know, your mom said, hey, you know, don't be outside playing with the drug dealers. He did, but my brother's my roommate and he's a drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? So what am I supposed to do? He did, so, you know, just, you know, I had to work around it. And, uh, you know, uh, the bus stops in the morning. Uh, what Elementary school is cool, you know, once I got to middle school. And then, you know, the bus stops early in the morning, you know, it's, you know, it gets crazy. It's getting crazy. But uh, it was so bad, like, where I grew up at, you know, probably like they had to, they had to tear the whole building down. Oh, it was, you know, it, it was crazy, you know. I heard, I heard they got a few projects like that and in Louisville too. And it was a, a Bluegrass Aspendale projects. I, I got it tatted on, you know what I'm saying? I got it tatted on my arms and everything. So, you know, that's what, you know, kind of kind of made me a man. You did growing up on the bat, uh, on the basketball court. I probably can't even remember five times where I didn't get into a fight on the basketball court. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was like a daily thing. So, you know, if you want to hoop, you know, you got that life, you know, come with it or, you know, saying where you want to be at. Yeah. So, you know, you know, you, you learn quick. So, you know, I dove right in because, you know, you know, what's up? Hell, <laughs> what you supposed to do? So, uh, but, you know, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, uh, you mentioned you played uh, basketball. So, uh, as far as activities you was into as a kid, was that the only activity you was into as a kid? So, uh, you know, so, shit, man, I played, uh, you ain't gonna believe it, man, I played basketball, football, baseball, and track. So, I was always active. I was always uh, outside the house, you know, because, like, I grew up, it was like a, like, it was pretty chaotic, you know what I'm saying? So uh, chaos, a lot of chaos in, our, in the neighborhood. So uh, I go from uh, basketball season to uh, baseball season, football, track, like from like nine years old to like 21. So I was, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, athlete, you did. So yeah, so uh, yeah, basketball, football, baseball, track, and uh, all that, all that kept me busy. I like kept me busy until I got to uh until I got to college. You know what I'm saying? So I went to college, played a little ball. So uh I didn't want to be at the college where I was at, right? Uh, 
but you know, I got bad grades, you know, in high school doing too much. So instead of just, you know, feeling like, dang, at least some school let me come and play, right? <laughs> you know, and just be humble about it. I was just the whole time I was just like, I don't wanna be here, uh, whatever. And then I was letting my grades lapse and then my mom got sick, had a stroke, you know, had to move back to the city, help take care of her. And uh, so it's basically like like my mom's nurse or whatever. He did, and uh, then in the morning after I, you know did that, I go down, I go to college, I go back to school, drive back, and uh, you know go to class, do my thing, all that, you know, come back to the city at nighttime. And luckily, like my brother, he had just uh, caught another case and went back to the joint, so he left me the car. He <laughs> did so. So I had a car, so I was able to go back and forth and, you know what I'm saying, come take, take care of you dig. My mom, Deuce, he did back to school, still trying to play ball. And uh, just, you know, for, you know, 19, 20, 21, you know, 21, you know, that's a lot, right? That's a whole, that's a whole lot. So, uh, so yeah, so, yeah, that was, that was the end of the football career, he did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, uh, so, but in, in high school, I was uh, first team all state football, and I uh, played on the uh, Kentucky Tennessee uh, all state team, and, uh, and we beat Tennessee in an all star game, and uh, and I played for Henry Clay High School, and we played in Lexington, Kentucky, and we played against uh, Saint X High School in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, and we played them at Papa John Stadium uh, in the state championship my senior year, and they beat us. But well, I still hit them for two touchdowns. And uh, so I hit him for a touchdown. Uh, first game of the season two, of, I was an All-State. And I was All-State in football two years in a row, All-State in track. But uh, but my grades was like, shh, my grades was terrible. But, you know, as far as, you know, playing ball, you know, 6'4", 205, ran a 4'4", and a 40. So I had all the numbers except for the classroom. Where I had like a 1.1. But uh, most of it was because I'm playing four sports a year. You did got a lot of distractions at the trip, you know. Since I mentioned before, and uh, you know, just you know, you know, there's a, it a lot to deal with. There's a lot to deal with. You know, if, if, if maybe I grew up in the suburbs, and I have to play four sports and be busy, and maybe just play one sport and have two of a different environment. Hey, I might have played 18 years in the NFL. You know, you never know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can understand that. So. As far as your family and your close circle, man, um, are um, did you have anybody around you that was involved in the music business, or were you the um, first person to go down that route? Uh, you know, well, like my family and my moms and aunties, like they all sung in church, and my granny, you know, they all sung in church. I got I got a cousin that sang, he played the piano, so uh, I had another cousin that rapped. But uh, I, I can never like play any kind of instruments. And uh, what's so crazy is uh, when I got to college and I went to uh, Kentucky State University in Frankfurt, and uh, and I met my oldest brother. Didn't, didn't even know. And it was uh, my daddy's oldest kid. My daddy had like a bunch of kids or whatever. And he had kids, you know, he had kids before me. So uh, he turned. He, he's the uh, he's like the band director at Kentucky State University. So the guy that I always got the uh, Kentucky State going crazy in the uh, HBCU, the band director is, is, is my brother. So uh, I didn't even know until I got to college. I'm like, damn, 
I had to grow up like that. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> grow up you know, so you know, yeah, so and that's you know, I, my dad, you know, we you know, we don't know our daddy's kids or whatever, you know, being around each other. So sometimes he might hit two or three siblings, but uh he plays like everything. Piano, percussion, saxophone, he got a band, he still be going out of town doing weddings and bar mitzvahs and all that type of stuff on the weekend. And then still teach music at Kentucky State University and uh and uh Coast uh, the HBC marching band. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, uh, would you say you know your family being involved in the church and being musically inclined like that really led you to uh, doing music, or what would you say led you to doing music? I say I say I kind of grew up in it, and then and then and then my mom and dad they was you know you know that was cool. You know, people come to the crib all the time. And then I had like uh, uh like uh, uh seven aunties and, and uncles, so you know, you know, house party on Friday, cousins come through, all that. So, you know, was, you know, was, yeah, so they was always playing music. You know, Sunday morning she playing gospel music during the week, come home, she in a cooking chicken, you know, music's playing, you know what I'm saying? So so always, but I got uh I think I'm probably the only one that took to it. Okay. Like that, as far as you know. Yeah. So, uh, who are some of your favorite music artists growing up, man? Who you like listening to? Uh, like rap or what? Any kind of music, or what? Just in general. Uh, okay, shit. Man, look. It's a long list because, you know, I appreciate music. You know what I'm saying? I love music, I love the hard work. I know the I see the work ethic people put in and so so I like it so much. I mean shit, uh Michael Jackson, uh Tupac, uh Patty LaBelle, Tina Turner, Ice Cube, Biggie, of course, Jay-Z, Jigga Man, uh Dre, Snoop. Daz, you know, Daz, Daz was a genius. They said he had it all together. Rap, made beats, engineer, you know, you know, so uh Jermaine Dupree, JD, the whole so so deaf click, the way he orchestrated and maestro the whole thing like like a theater director, handling all those artists. You know, he had he had a kid in play, that was a kid in play. Now he had crisscross. They was twelve, right? Then he got crisscross a deal at twelve, and Jermaine Dupree was only fourteen mm. at the time. So a lot of people don't know he's like a kid genius. And uh, his dad had been in the music industry for a long time too. Like they actually from Chicago, so his dad had been in the game for a long time too. So it's kind of how he, you know, kind of got into the game, I guess, or whatever. But you know, just you know, like it, and, and you know, and Dre, and you know, Dr. Dre, how you know he can rap too, and then how he. Can also handle artists and do business, you know, Nipsey Hustle, you know, I love Nipsey a lot. You know, uh, uh, I own several businesses in Lexington. Uh, I own uh, Used Tire Pros on 1408 Leeds Town Road and the owner operator. I've been open for uh, five years this coming up, April 6th. And I'm, I'm also the only black uh, U-Haul franchise dealer in the Fed County too. 
I got uh, five U-Haul trucks as well. Yeah, and uh, I got like a little t-shirt company and uh, I promote comedy shows uh, in Lexington, Houston, Atlanta, you know, wherever the money's at. And I'm uh, cool with a couple of promoters and other, you know, did business with. And so, uh, so my goal was, right, because I, 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 I rapped, you know, several years ago and stopped or whatever. And so, uh, so my goal was to uh, uh, do a few comedy shows and uh, see where it takes me. Uh, and then hopefully in about a year, maybe I can be like, super back on the scene a little bit and be doing huge, you know, rap concerts, you know, and just like stop messing with the comedy shows a little bit. But that was like, uh, you know, I probably tried every which way, you know, you can try it, right? So, uh, you know, try it a little different this time, you know, so come back in with the comedy game you did, so coming through the back door and I'm in front, you know what I'm saying? So we're close to it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, where did you get your rap name from? See, Rowdy. Uh, so my name is Corey. It's my real name, Corey. So it's just like a derivative of uh, Corey, of my name. You know, you know, it's Corey all day, chill, laid back, and then you know, then see, Rowdy is like the protector of me. I guess you can say like an alter ego. You know what I'm saying? You know, like I said, you know, I grew up in like a crazy hostile environment. So, uh, you know, I'm always like, you know, always on my toes. You did, you know, come in, see the whole room and, uh, you know, you know, try to take care of myself. But still in a good, still in a good, a good way. You know, obviously our own businesses. So, you know, so, yeah. Okay. So uh, take me back to the time when you first uh, went to the studio for the first time, man. Um, was it kind of a rough patch for you trying to uh, get the concept or was it easy for you for you to catch on? And uh, also uh, describe your uh, recording process. Are you more of a writer or a freestyler? Uh, so I'll start with that one. So I'm definitely more of a writer, you know, because I'm a thinker. I mean, I got business deals that, won't get done for another year or year and a half that's already in play. So, you know, you, you know, you write it down, you got things going on. So, uh, I mean, I can freestyle, I do my thing, but, uh, you know, I'm more of a writer and, uh, the way I write is, uh, like I, I'm trying to take my viewers somewhere. I'm trying to take them on a ride. And, uh, uh, I do a lot of punchlines, uh, even with my punchlines, I'm still a bit of a storyteller. And uh, so, you know, and I, uh, and I try to put uh, as much of my personality as I can, right, into my songs. So, you know, so you can maybe know more of me instead of, you know, just listen to a song or just words that match up. So I'm trying to take you somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you first went to a studio, man, when you first started recording, man. Uh, tell me how that um, that time frame was as far as, like, you know, trying to learn how to punch in, things like that. So, like, a, a, a real studio, other than, you know, recording uh, at somebody's crib or, you know, whatever like that. So, uh, 
so I know a guy, uh, his name was a TD Young. He's got a, uh, he's got like his own little, uh, it's called TD's Lounge. He's got a, he's got like a little club, little nightclub. And uh, he's an artist too, OG artist, played the guitar, he got a band. So he still opens up and plays like on Monday night and stuff like that. And uh, so, and he knew I did music. I was cool with his son. So uh, he brought me to the studio to like a record label, like where he works at, where he used to do music at. It's called like Long Island Records on Colombo in Lexington. And uh, so he wanted me to uh, go on this song. It's called uh, Mustang Sally. It's like an old school song, right? Like blues, because he does blues. And, uh, and he wanted me to, uh, to like do a verse on that. So then we got in there and it's, you know, like I write real, real fast. So I have three verses. It's like, you know, you got a verse on my shit. I was about three, three sixteens. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, shit, give me all three of them. So, uh, so I like did all three verses. And then he like, uh, he took it. He like, he like remade Mustang Sally. And, uh, and so TD, TD, he travels too. He goes all around the world doing shows and shit like that. So he put me on there. I was young. And uh, he took one of the verses. And the pay was, he gave me uh, five hours of studio time, like at like at the regular at the record level. So uh, that was my pay, and uh, so I took advantage of it. <laughs> so I went in there with about, uh, you know, I, I bought a bunch of beats for my friends. We did the beach that was, you know, and uh, got the beats, uh, you know. Pull the notebook out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then the next day we go in there and then I go in there and record like 10 songs in like five hours, ad libs and everything. You know what I'm saying? So 10 of them. So uh, punch ins, whatever. And uh, and so when we did that, so then boom, so I got 10 songs off of five hours because I recorded three verses for another guy who heard, he just heard like, he's a player, you know, whatever, whatever. So he rapping a little bit, he ain't heard no music or whatever. But, uh, you know, it just took me in. So, uh, so I wanted to record like 10 songs. And then that's when I uh, I made my first mixtape. I made my first mixtape and uh, yeah. So I uh, got it pressed up and uh, went to Walmart. You know, they got the little spindles, have like a hundred of them on there. And then I would, uh, and then I would get like two printers with the color ink and stuff. So I take it to the crib and uh, I press them up, take my picture, put my computer, print it up, boom, get the little CD things, put it in there. And then I would put like a hundred of them in there. And uh, I'll go to the club on the weekends, Thursday night, Saturday night. Cosmite, boom, boom, boom. Sell a hundred of five dollars a piece. Make like five hundred. I'll do it like twice a weekend. And I, I so soon as I did it, and then like I just started getting money with. And uh like I noticed, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of guys that do the music and and they spend a lot of money on music and uh it might not even leave their living room or do shows or anything. You know, it's a lot of that, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and even to this day, I know some guys who still don't even know I do it, but like, well, I guess I'm like a natural hustler. It's just easy for me, right? To just, you know, I got, I got the product, I got it ready, then boom. 
and then I was gonna move it, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm a hustler, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and I was moving, I was moving it, man. I started moving it. I started moving it. I sold, I, I sold it over, uh, and and like and a couple of my idols growing up, you know, I would look up to, study them. So, and uh, E40, Too Short, Master P, uh, and all these guys, you know, they did music and they produced as well. And then, uh, you know, they pressed up their music and, and they was getting some money. So, you know, I just listen to that music. Too short, and he don't just rap. He's he's telling stories, you know. He's you know getting some money. So you know, I did that shit. So you know, I was getting some money. I sold over twenty thousand uh, copies of, of like I said about three mixtapes that I dropped, and uh, and then once I was getting the money, I mean, shit was coming in like it was. It was you know what I'm saying? It was getting crazy. Uh, you know, it's a couple years ago. She don't, don't do the uh, CDs no more, whatever. But uh, so I was taking the money, and man, I was I was going to the clubs, and, and I was renting out clubs, and I was throwing parties, and I posted up at the radio station when new artists come in town. Go meet them. You know, I should do that shit. You know, so yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So as far as your uh situation right now, are you uh? independent or uh, signed to a label? And uh, would you sign to a uh, label if it made sense? I would definitely sign to a label if it makes sense. Because, you know, I make dollars, so it definitely don't make sense. You know, I dare a label to put some money in my hand because I, I, I know how to have the money. You know what I'm saying? I know I have the money. But uh, I'm definitely independent. I'm independent. But uh, so... I already like, so like, I, I got a couple businesses, right? I got my businesses. So, even, you know, if you were a label, they only spending certain amounts of dollars at a time anyway, right? Right. Right. So, I got my businesses that I own, that I make money off of. I'm making money right now. I'm not even there. You know what I'm saying? So, so that pays for my travel, you know, for everything. And uh allows me to uh to jump back in the rap game, right? After uh after taking some years off and uh and uh and doing some 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 music uh with some big name artists. And uh, and I don't just do rap, you know, I, I do comedy shows, you know you know, I deal with uh, Kelly Kells, you know, Mike Blackson, African King Comedy, Tony Rocks, uh, Joe Torrey. I just brought Joe Torrey, movie star comedian Joe Torrey to Lexington. Uh, we filmed a movie together. We got a movie together called Magic. So while Joe Torrey, was, I brought him here to Lexington from Los Angeles, and uh, I took advantage of the opportunity. And uh, told him, you know, what, what I was doing and, you know, why you come here. I want to know if I can pay a little bit of extra money and maybe we can do some comedy skits together. You know what I'm saying? So he was with it. So uh, I wrote the script up to him and uh, sent it to him. And he loved it. <laughs> He's like, man, you crazy. Let's do it. I'm like, yeah, I get tell you that all the fucking time. So let's go. So he got here. Shit, uh, you know, I sold the concert there before he got here. I mean, it's Joe Torrey, right? It's Joe Torrey, so it's easy. Joe Torrey was in Poetic Justice with Tupac, Janet Jackson, 
He's been in Baps with Halle Berry. He's been in over 30 movies. He's been on uh, Living Single, you know, with Diana Ross's daughter. And see how Ross with the big old butt. You know what I'm saying? So it's a no-brainer, man. It's a no-brainer. I brought him here, man. We got to the radio. It was like 50 women down there. You know what I'm saying? Look, look for Joe Toy, you did. You know, but we together somewhere. You know, so it's like, good. Went to the radio, did like a, a live radio at 107.9 to be in Lexington, Kentucky. Shout out, uh, what's saying to say, and Jay Alexander. So, um, you know, it was dope. So we got our lab. We got the, uh, we did a scene like, we like, like the Jay Z Hard Night Life tour, everybody's in the circle, then Mason and everybody. So uh, then we in the scene, like in my backstage. So Jay Alexander, he there, the uh, program director for 107.9 to be. And uh, me and Shayna, we hosted. So we were on stage all night. Of course, Joe Torrey, then I had him do, we had, we had to do like a prayer. Uh, Martina Barsdale from Channel 27 News. Uh, and it's just, you know, a couple people in my backstage, you know, in entertainment, in entertainment game in Lexington. And uh, we did like a little prayer circle. It was, man, it was incredible. It was incredible. It was incredible. And so like the movie's called Magic, right? Me starting, starting, starting movies, starting Joe Toy. So, you know, I always wanted to do a movie, right? And, uh, and I want to do a movie with some comedians, right? And you know, and you know, I'm like, Shh. I don't want to have to, you know, knock on Hollywood's door, or maybe try to go be an extra or something like that. But I still want to do it, right? And so, like, it's all, it's your mindset, right? It's just your mindset. So, uh, so I changed the narrative, right? I just changed the narrative around. Just changed the narrative around. So I brought him in for a comedy show. Filmed it, filmed at the radio, filmed my backstage at the store, putting up posters, this and that. I got a movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, he signed off everything, sent to the email, I own all the rights, you know, got a you know, release. He's paid him for it, things are good. So, uh, so yeah, getting edited right now so and like I don't just rap you know I got a movie made with a movie star you know I you know I got some music made uh, with a couple of rap stars that have been platinum already so uh got some concerts coming up so you know, I'm, I'm losing man just trying to get it knocked on several doors as far as, <laughs> uh, as, far as uh Lexington man uh describe the music scene down there and uh also uh Explain if a lot of artists collab down there or do everybody um, um, mind their business. So uh, <clears throat> the music scene is definitely growing. It's not as big as other cities, but it's definitely growing. It's definitely growing. Uh, a lot of artists come through this city. A lot of artists come up here to record and come up here for concerts and stuff like that. But uh, we never had somebody to just bust out like, you know what I'm saying? Like that though. So and I don't know if I don't even know if that's me. You know, I'll just you know, you know, we'll see. It was working. You know. So I know I seen you work with uh Lil Flip and Young Dro. So uh um explain how those uh collaborations uh came about with you uh getting to do records with both of those uh uh talented artists. Yeah, man. So uh <clears throat> So look, Flip, uh, I had a, I had a 
concert with him a few years ago, and uh, and I brought him to Lexington and did a little show, and uh, we actually did the song then, and then uh, you know, so I just kept it for a while, and then uh, so you know, like I said, I just started doing my comedy shows, uh, hosting comedy shows and stuff like a year ago, and so now. Uh, sometimes it takes me to another state because I ain't just making money in Langston no more. And I just rap, you know, the comedy game too. And so it was, I was coming to Houston. And then so, uh, so you know, with Mike Blackson and Tony Rock and all them. And and so just slink, man. I called him up, told him I was coming. And Lil Flip and, and Mike Blackson, they, they like it too. You know what I'm saying? Already and shit, man. It was, it was, it was up. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Shit, uh, got there, man. Lil Flip picked me up at the airport, uh, Rolls Royce truck. Uh, we did. Show me the city. Went to, uh, went to Corey, Corey's crib, Corey SSG. You know, big time YouTuber. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know that dude, man. I've been trying to get in touch with him, man. Oh, uh, man, say less, man. We can make it happen, man. We can make it happen, man. And, uh, you know, Corey, he was, he was one of the hosts. He was at Ross's house last summer when they had the car show. So uh, then he had his, his Chevelle out there. That's worth a quarter million dollars. And me and Lil Flip went over, uh, went over Corey's crib. And uh, he got Lamborghini, Chevelle's, all kinds of things. He's like, which one you want to take? Like, Shit, we already got Flip's Rolls Royce truck. Let's get the Chevelle. Then plus I can talk about it forever and let people know the Chevelle I had in my video was your car. And it was the car featured at the Rick Ross's house at the car show uh, a couple months ago in the summertime. So that was big. So I'm like, yes, like, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't even know I was about to go meet him. So I just, you know, just never know who flipped me around. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, Look on his page right now. He's just with 50 Cent the other day. Jada Kiss. Uh, just did a show with Wiz Khalifa last weekend. Uh, just performed at the BT Hip Hop Awards. Uh, Tiger, Janae Iko, and uh, and Pop Smoke. Just remixed his uh, Sunshine, the one he got the Grammy for. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard it. So, yeah, Janae Iko just had a baby with Big Sign. So her, uh, Tiger, and Pop Smoke is on this remix. It's up to like uh, 50 million views in like three months. Uh, you know, he just wrapped up the BT Awards again in October. So I'm like, it makes sense. You dig? Let's link back up. Let's, let's go ahead and do a video. So did that. Shot the video out there in Houston. Then uh, uh, then we did a, then I did a comedy show at uh, NRG Arena. And uh, uh, you know, what Houston Texans play and all that stuff. And uh, shout out to Jacarius Johnson, we did so. Uh, we did that and uh, went shopping at the Galleria Mall, got some Alexander McQueen's, hopped on the plane, we did back to the city, man. Yeah, and what about the young Joe? So, uh, so then young Joe, so so. I'm cool with, uh, with Young Joe's manager, Big John. Shout out Big John, John Alexander. He just had a birthday. But, uh, and so, you know, cool with John. You know, we was working some things out. 
And then uh, she was like, you know, work some things out, you know, do a record with Joe. And then plus he like, well, shit, I got, you know what I'm saying? Plus it's going to be my birthday. Once you come down to the A, come fuck with us all weekend. And then come to the birthday party, you did, we get all that done. So that's what we did, you know what I'm saying? We went down there, hung out at uh, Big John's birthday party. And, uh, out in Decatur, this club out there that I got. And uh, shit, chopped it up, man. And uh, uh, hung out a little bit, went to... Uh, where we going? Went out to Lenny Square Mall. Went to Lenny Square Mall, man. And uh, 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 me and Joe, we, we both Capricorns too. We both Capricorns. I said birthday January 5th and his birthday January 15th. And oh, so, man, that's crazy. I'm a Capricorn too, man. Capricorn too. What, what day is your birthday? Uh, December 30th. Right. Yeah. You just had it a uh, day before LeBron. Well, same day. I'm not your same day as Brian, yeah. Same day, man. Yeah, man. See, it's up right now, man. Yeah, so, uh, and then, and like, like we both, we both love Polo, too. Raph one, too. I love so, Polo, too, man. I'm a Polo guy. And see, so, yeah, went to Lenny Small, man, and, and went to the Polo store and that, man, and, uh, and, uh, we got, got a little Polo sweatsuit and, uh, went over, uh, that's how I know. I'm like, oh shit, I'm fucking close, right? I don't mean to be cussing my bad. So, uh, so, uh, so then we finna go record. So they on the phone, and then uh, we go over to the spot, and then it's two chain studio. Yeah, yeah, Street is yeah. Street is X. Oh shit! And we get over and everybody's walking around. You did. You know, so it's wild, it's wild. So we recorded, and uh, then we had like a female engineer named Lexi. Shout out Lexi in Atlanta. She's hard. She's hard. She's hard. They got some. They got some. Uh, some dope uh, female engineers and DJs in Atlanta. It's like they like taking over. Like damn, it's like more of them. It seemed like than guy DJs and all that. The engineers in the studio. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. We did that, man. Recorded it. Yeah, recorded with Gundro in Atlanta at Street Six Studios. And I'm like, man, you know, so I did my thing. The vert, my, I, I, you did my verses hard. Joe's verses hard. But he was saying some crazy stuff. He, he say some shit like pickle green Audi. They know what the deal is. You know what I'm saying? So he be saying, wow, he wows. He's wow. He's wow. Yeah, so. That's what's up, man. So uh for all your supporters out there, man, that's uh been keeping up with you, man. Uh just explain some things you like doing in your spare time, man, when you're not doing music or or throwing a show or things like that. Man, shoot, resting. That's what we get a lot of. You know, you know, we could all use more sleep. But uh I'm definitely trying to get it right now, man. I'm definitely trying to get it. Uh, <clears throat> and that's what I'm doing in my spare time. Thinking. Thinking about, you know, the next project. You know, it's always working. Wheels always, always grinding, always turning. So, uh, you know, I got my tire shop going like it's supposed to. Got the U-Haul truck franchise popping like it's supposed to. Uh, comedy shows are going well. 
Uh, I got a couple rap shows coming up uh, February 18th. Uh, February 18th, 2023, me and uh, Finesse Two Times at uh, Bourbon Hall, Louisville, Kentucky. Doors open at 10. Me, C. Rowdy, Finesse Two Times, big, one of the biggest rappers in the world right now. Uh, it's going to be a treat because, you know, it's going to be fat already. And I just got to show up and do my thing with my cameraman and going to get these videos popping and get them on out the way. But it's gonna be a treat for them too, cause I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna show out. You dig? And I'm gonna do my thing. And uh, you dig? And, and once they get a load of me, man, you know, and then you know, it's something different. And then and then I got uh, and then March the fourth, me, C. Rowdy, Ice Square Vezo, and uh, and Big Boogie at Bourbon Hall. Doors open at ten, February eighteenth, March fourth, March fourth. Two weeks after that, then I go to Nashville. After that, but uh, just grinding, man. Uh, getting, you know, getting these shows up, um, getting these shows up and and underway. I got like a little four city, four city thing going on. You dig? I guess you can call it a tour. I don't know, but uh, you know, it's motion, man. Any kind of motion, better no motion. And you know, the more people to get to see me, you know, the more you dig. You know what I'm saying? The more smoke, the more fire put on the street, man. Yeah. So uh, as far as your goals, man, uh, what's your short and long-term goals? What you want to accomplish? Short-term goal. Hmm. I'd like to be able to get on about 20 or 30 concerts in 2023, at least. Long-term goal, just uh, accumulate uh, several uh, endorsements and business opportunities for myself, whether it be in film, music, or whatever. So, you know, I got a uh, I got an audition uh, for the Baps play in Atlanta, down at uh, at the Gas District uh, in two weeks. So it's so, uh, the uh, Baps. It was a movie starring Halle Berry and Pierre. Matter of fact, I just had Pierre in Louisville down to X Lounge about uh, three months ago, and then I had uh, Bubba Dub Junior there about a month before that. I had I had both of them comedians. So Pierre and Halle Berry and uh, was in uh, was I think Joe Toy might have been in there too. Was in Baps, so I had a movie. So now a guy named Jacarius Johnson. He's a uh, Hollywood playwright, and his plays have uh, grossed over a hundred million dollars in Hollywood. So he's uh, he's producing the Baps play, and he's also producing the New Jack City play that's going on right now. And uh, I just went to that premiere. Uh, I think uh, it was October thirtieth uh, in Atlanta at a gas gas South District. You know they got like a, like the big uh, movie. Uh, studios and theaters out that way and then you got Terry's place so uh those are like like two of the main spots right what i do <clears throat> what i do film so so it's like two of the main spots where they do film down there so uh i'm down there man uh got to hang out with uh toy hart kevin hart's ex-wife all this on my facebook page too uh, Flex Alexander at the TV show. 
uh, Big Daddy Kane, Alan Payne, uh, which is uh, the real G Money from that city. Uh, Tretch from Naughty by Nature. He plays uh, he plays Nino Brown in the New Jack City play. Uh, who else is in there? Gary Dordain. He's on NYPD Blue. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, so shout out Kelly Kells. She got us the tickets for Jacarius Johnson. He does that. And then he's also producing the We Outside Tour, right? That I got to be a part of too. Kelly Kills, Mike Blackson, Tony Rock. Uh, dang, I'm missing. I'm missing one. Uh, he's going to kill me. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Ryan Davis. Ryan Davis. Ryan Davis. He got like a million followers on Facebook too. Yeah, okay. So if I say his name, he'll be in my inbox talking shit okay cool yeah so got to do that uh <clears throat> tamar braxton from the braxton's tony braxton sister they she's sitting like three 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 seats over from me and then uh drea kelly that's our best friend and uh drea kelly is r kelly's ex-wife so drea is the choreographer for the new jack city play too so uh man so uh and then you know messing with the comedy game and being able to do that, right? So now I get to mess around in the film and the plays and, and get to meet people like Tony Braxton, I mean, Tamar Braxton, and uh, and all these kind of people that like ordinarily like a rapper or in the, just in a rap game, don't know these people or deal with them or, you know what I'm saying? Maybe never even see them, but like, like I'm getting to work with them like right now, the same time that I'm like, you know, jumping back in a rap game. So, uh, so, so it's different. It's different. It's definitely different, you know, doing that, going back to Atlanta, record music, and now I'm getting to do uh, auditions for plays and stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah. Man, so, um, uh, you wanted to do uh, 20 shows this year. Uh, what's some more things you got coming up for 2023? So, concerts, uh, knock out these two shows and I go out of town for a couple more shows and then May in Lexington, Kentucky at the Marriott Griffin Gate on Newtown Pike, I'm bringing the singer Joe to Lexington to come and sing to all the ladies. Yeah. Why are the good girls taking every time? Yes, sir. And why are, yeah. So I'm going to bring Joe up here to uh, come and sing to the ladies. I got the Joe Extravaganza package. Where uh, a lady can win a VIP, bring two of her friends, uh, meet and greet, a uh, bottle of champagne, take a picture with Joe, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, wherever the money's at, man, I'm just trying to get it. That's what's up. Uh, how do you want people to perceive you? Uh, probably more so as an entertainer, a poster. He's a rapper. Okay. Because I can rap and uh, doing a little bit of acting and uh, with all these brand new videos and then I, I always got like some kind of skits in there that I'm doing too that I put out also, man. And, uh, you know, shit, the world's a stage, man. And was it that? So, you know, I done went toe-to-toe, you know, in, in my own produced movie with Joe Torrey, the movie star. So, He's done like over 40 movies, <clears throat> you know, 
I got songs made from the rappers that done went platinum. And uh, I had all kind of hoopla behind them. <clears throat> you know, like Young Dro used to be, uh, used to date Fantasia for years. Yeah, they got a bunch of songs together. You know what I mean, here in the studio. And um, Love Flip, he's from the Screwed Up Clip. Rap a lot. Yeah, I just interviewed him three weeks ago. You know, yeah, UGK, MC, Bump E, you know, yeah. the <laughs> You know, who I'm about to do a show with. February 18th, Bourbon Hall, Louisville, Kentucky. So, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm independent. You know, I got I got some shows lined up right now, though. But, uh, you know, I may still be independent at the end of 2023. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. We might have to do a little podcast to find out. So Absolutely. So uh, give me your Mount Rushmore, man. Give me your top five uh, hip-hop. Too Short, Jay-Z, Tupac, hold on. Three Stacks, man, Andre 3000. Andre, Andre Three Stacks, man, Three Stacks for what? You got one more. Yeah, I'm going on. Then I'm going Ice Cube. All right, all right. Yeah, that's a solid five. I'm going Ice Cube. I'm going Ice Cube, Tupac, Too Short. Yeah, man. Short Dog, so impactful. You know, he ain't rap too fast or nothing. You can understand exactly what he's saying. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's so as far as our closing remarks, man, anything else you want to let the people know that you got going on and let people know how they can keep up with you with social media, things like that. See Rowdy, look me up on our social media. See Rowdy, look me up on the Corey Owsley, look me up you know, on Facebook. Uh, I got a lot of concerts coming up right now. Uh, I got a live, uh, I got a live interview. February 18th, uh, 107.9 to beat in Lexington, Kentucky. The day, uh, the same day, I got the concert for the next two times. Uh, then I got another live interview March 4th, the day that I got the concert with Icewood Vessel and Big Boogie in Louisville, Bergen Hall. Uh, so just a whole lot of promo. Uh, thankful that a couple radio stations in town, you know, give me support. You know, it's hard to get radio. And you're a local artist. But uh, I guess because I'm banging on so many doors right now, like 10 or 12 doors, it ain't just like, I'm over like, because I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? I feed the city. I, you know, we advertise all over the state. So, you know, I do business with people, you know, all over the state. You know, they come buy tires from me. They come in with U-Haul trucks from me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm already doing, you know, do work, you know, got some <laughs> I do work with a couple people who work for the news, you know, a couple news anchors, radio, you know, so I can do business. You did, I can do it. 
I'm a dealer. You know what I'm saying? So if I was a if I was at AR the company, I'd be the dopest AR they probably ever seen. Just cause how I move and how I understand people and I understand artists and understand, you know, how people move, how they want to be treated. And uh, I, I like my I like my my music to move people, you know, you know, you know, inspire you. Still be funny. You know, I got a chorus. I did, I did, I did the hook on the song me and Joe did. It's called Rich and Millie. When she loose off the goose, we ain't gotta talk about it. Throw it back at me while I get this money out of Rich and Millie, quarter Millie. Her butt job, twelve fifty, but she can throw it back. Just throw it. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna have maybe some funny parts in her sometime. And then, you know, some hard parts. And, you know, I feel like I'm a punchline bandit. You know what I'm saying? As soon as they get a load of me, you did. They gonna know what it is. And my stage show is crazy. I'm all over the stage. You dig? I'm gonna be swagged out. You dig? I might come out. You dig? Like, uh, like that dipset boy Cameron. You dig? No shirt on, big old fur coat. You know, Versace glasses on. You did Christian LeBound boots or something like that. Jewelry everywhere. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be real drippy. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be looking for, for a guy, you know, when to come on out of the or whatever. But, you know, as soon as they get a load of me, you know what I'm saying? They're going to know. You did. Better take this shit by storm, for real. It's just up. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast, man. And uh, anytime you want to come on, man, uh, or you hit me up anytime, you know, got my Facebook and my Instagram and uh, Twitter's Eric J. The Great. You know, I respond uh, to those too. And um, I appreciate all my supporters. Uh, we just reached 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. And uh, we're in the top 30% uh, most followed podcast on Spotify and top 5% uh, most uh, shared podcast globally. Hit six different countries in the past year. So appreciate everybody that's been uh, rocking with me. And uh, more dope content on the way. And uh, also, man, uh, like everything you got going on. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, be able to come across each other in person because we're real close to each other. You know, we probably know a lot of mutual people too, you know, so especially uh, on you uh, doing things in Louisville and things like that. Right, an hour away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm friends with a couple of promoters in Lexington. I mean, uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. Shouts out to them, man. They work real hard. I don't see no difference between, you know, promoters, you know, down there in Louisville, Kentucky or Atlanta, L.A. You know, saying they all got their thing, you know, the way they do it. You know, they all believe they can uh, promote these kind of concerts, you know, with these with these artists with huge names. You know what I'm saying? You know, just like I believe I can come and turn the stage down with artists and huge names, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, the, you know, the, these ain't the first artists I done worked with before. So, you know, maybe uh, you know, maybe I can come up with a, with a couple records, you know. Oh yeah, that'd be dope. After these concerts too. So, you know, yeah, that'd be dope. We'll see. 
Well, yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, anytime you want to come on, man, just uh, hit my line anytime. And uh, if you know anybody else that uh, they need a platform or anything like that, you can send them, send them my way. You know, uh, uh, this past six months, uh, it's probably the most important six months for my podcast because that's when it kind of started to blow up when I interviewed uh, the Reds, the Sean, Shotty Low Jr., yeah. Lil Flip, um, artist named E Blue from Houston. He's pretty good and uh, he's pretty big in Houston. And I interviewed features artists on uh, Free Band Test and uh, One Shot Deals. That was DMX artist before he passed away. Rough Rider. So, um, yeah, man. Also, I don't just do regular interviews either, man. I do like real topics, you know, talking about either relationships. You know, police brutality. Uh, should you kick your kid out of eighteen years old? Yeah, uh, stuff that I know people gonna come across. And, uh, and I, um, real big advocate on mental health. That's the real, real reason I started a podcast because I feel like a lot of people in general, and especially minorities, we need to have more conversations amongst each other where everybody just chilling and getting different perspectives and dialogue from each other to know that no matter how successful or regular a person might be, that people go through similar struggles and you can get reassurance in yourself to know, hey, this dude might be a millionaire, but he go through the same stuff I do. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Uh, I'll be on the lookout, man, uh, keeping up with you with them shows and stuff. I know that show uh, with Finesse Two Times and Big Boogie going to be uh, lit, man, and uh, Louisville Bourbon, man. I already know that's going to go up, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Big Boogie just signed with uh, with Yo Gotti, CMG, and uh, Ice Wear Vezo. He just signed with Quality Control. You did? And then, you know, Finesse, he signed with Rap a lot more time, so. You know, I'm I'm independent, you know, you know, for me to get to, you know, go go rock out with these boys. Just up, uh, he did. I already got the care package, you know what I'm saying? They already got the uh, you know, upfront money and all that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? You know, but uh yeah, man. So, but look, it's rough out here. If you want this man. You gotta go get it. You gotta be ready. You know, opportunity presents itself. You know, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully you're ready. Hopefully you're ready, man. Hopefully it's your time. But uh, man, I can't. I can't wait to get on this stage, though. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's all for real. But yeah, see uh, Rowdy. I got a record out called Richie Millie. Look out for that. Got a record out called Champagne. I got one with uh, with Flip called Fast Cars. You know. Richard Millie, see Rowdy featuring Young Dro. Oh, yeah, man. February 8th. February 8th.